And so, Abba's house is the place where we started uh, after the election violence in Kenya in 2007. And it's no, it was not a good, you know, violence, let me say. There's no good violence, but it was not really good for people, especially some tribes, because they were chased from the areas that they went to work or have farms, bought farms and built their homes, had cattle, sheep and everything, and uh, they were chased from there. And so they land, landed just below us in Kijabe. Those who have been into Kijabe here, we have a valley called Rift Valley. And they came there in a church, in a church plot of about half an acre. And so there were about a thousand. And so they came with their kids, with their wives, and they camped there. And so when they camped there, missionaries who are working with me uh, did something good. We ganged together and took some food, water, and you know, firewood to cook for them. Can we go? Yeah. So when we realized there was kids who were um, having some issues with what they saw, God helped us to get some, about 16 of them, to come where God has had provided uh, a place for them to stay. A missionary lady bought land and another person bought another piece of land. We joined it together and it became Abba's house. So you talk about the kids, how they got there and what has been happening. <clears throat> after, after we peeled the home and the house was complete, we went down to the valley and we got the kids and brought them home. So at home, we were able to, to provide for them because down at the valley, they would only have one meal, or, but when we brought them at home, at Abba's house, we had some contribution and we had some food that were given to us and people really were kind. So when they came, they never got hungry again. Praise God, they were able to eat. They had a shelter on them, some water to take showers. So we were glad to bring them over. Right. There's a skid. There's a picture. When we brought them over, 
there was that um, issue of building a, ch uh, a school for them. But it started uh, uh, small. We had grade school. And then God continued to bless others. And we had what we call um, junior high. And that's what's going on right now. We have grade school and junior high. And this has progressed so much that this is a junior high class and the lab is coming on your right. It's coming up, the lab for junior high. That, exactly, that, that, that is the lab, junior high um, up there. So God has really given us um, opportunities to help these kids to grow um, not just education-wise, but spiritually, because we also have a young man who is the pastor there helping me to nurture these kids spiritually. And these are um, good girls and boys, and they are very obedient. And so junior high is going on very well, okay? Then we have junior high and, of course, the grade school. This school was just about 30 kids. But later on, through God's help, we had 200 kids, more than 200 kids coming to school. And in Kenya, they wear uniforms. And so those are uniforms for grade school. And of course, the red ones that you saw are uniforms for junior high. It's a great school graduating from their classes. And they were happy to graduate to go to grade one. Okay. These are. These are classes that were built for junior high. Um, but these young men and girls are now uh, enjoying the new classes. And of course, because of the COVID, the government said that we need to observe social distance. And that's why you see the distance, distance there because they did not want them to uh, give others the disease called COVID. Our desire in this uh, junior high is to have the integration that we need with the surrounding community where kids come from so that the kids will help us to reach the community because they know what we have been teaching them. And of course, we have teachers, about a teen of them, and us in the home will be joining together once a term 
and go door to door to reach out to this uh, community for Jesus Christ. And we are planning that because we can see in the future we'll have uh, a church growing there. So we have started building the church, which is not complete. And the church is coming up. You can see that we build by, with stones there. And so the church is coming up. And uh, this one can sit probably 200 people. Because in Kenya, <laughs> we, we, we are not like here that uh, we are told you must have the number that you are told for them to sit in one particular room. Here, we can squeeze them. <laughs> and so we can sit about 200 of them. And it's OK. So this is the new church building coming up, as you can see. And the kids in the home will help us. That is the, the school that we have started. And it has grown. God is using this school uh, with so many areas. And uh, it, the, the school is growing. And it amazes us that it's coming to that uh, point. Do you have a point? Yeah, this is uh, the grade school. With the red uniform, they are the junior high. So our school was approved by education that we could start junior high. So we don't have so many in junior high. There are only 20 because it's one class. So next year, we'll have another class. So every year, it will be growing. And that is why we have a lab. Uh, some people are asking me, because they are younger people, why should they have a lab and they are not in high school? But that is the, the requirement from the government. They should have a lab. So this is, uh, this is not junior high, all this uniform. This is grade school, like from grade one to seven. Yeah, um, it's break time for them in the school. And that's what they do. They do like to play. And so, we have where we can, you can run to if you want to help, uh, because we have some needs that we can address. Uh, there is a school bus, or Nissan, or a small bus that we will need to provide the school with so that we can go around the, the village and collect kids to school. And then the major one is we need a solar system insulation in the home. Because what we use now to pump water from 300 meters deep well is electricity. And in Kenya, because of the, uh, the Kenya power having monopoly, they charge a lot of money. And so we, we, we want to 
build a solar system that will the pump will work on pumping water not just for the school but also to give to the community around us and then electricity will be only be used to light um, the, school, the, the home itself and so we need solar system running and uh, we also need some classes that are remaining for junior high so you can you can fund it or you can pray for it and God is going to do something which is good uh, because we have seen God working in this project. You can see um, how you could uh, sponsor a child or education and so all kind kids school support for a month is about a hundred dollars and um, that's what we 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 ask people to donate uh, or you can donate to a project like a solar system and you can do it once and it will go a long way in helping the kids uh, and the community around us. And I think that's it. So I think you have understood a little bit of what Abba's house is all about. And um, we would want to give you that opportunity to ask, you know, our accent and um, presentation, you might miss something. And so giving you an opportunity to ask will be able to help us to answer those questions probably. Any question? And we have uh, the, the, the kids we took first, 207. Most of them, they are in the university. So they are gone. Most of the time they are gone. Unless they have break, they come home. We also have seven in high school. Back home in Kenya, when they go to high school, they move from the house and they go to a boarding school. So this, those seven are in boarding school, each term for three months, and then when they go for a break, they have a break in between for three days, and they have another longer break for one month. So most of the times they are in school, but we have the 28 20, uh, with them, with us, 
every day, we feed them, they go to school, and then we have a school in our house. It has 200 kids, and these kids, when they come to our school, we feed them. When they, when they came for the first time, we realized they are young. We realized they are young kids, and when they come from home, they don't bring food with them. Some are like six years, seven years. There is no way that child is gonna go hungry until three. So we decided to give them porridge at 10 when they go for a break, and we give them lunch at 12.30, and then they break at three to go home. So I'm talking about our 28, and then the 200 from the community, we feed them. So that is the number of the kids that we have. What's your most pressing need that you need now most? You mentioned when we discussed that food prices and food was becoming more difficult. Is that a, a serious need at the moment that you do have? Yeah, in fact, we needed it yesterday. <laughs> uh, the serious need that we have is the solar system because we would want to provide water to the community and also to the home. And um, the pump and the system, or the system itself with the panels, they will cost uh, probably. We have done that with, with the engineers and the people who sell these equipment. And they have told us that we need to be ready with probably $10,000 to bring the water from the well 3,000 meters up. And uh, that pump will be able to pump water 24-7 so that we can give water to the community around us. Let me say this, guys. Today, as we speak, Kenya and the East African countries are facing very bad drought. Rivers are drying up and uh, there's no harvest at all because there is no rain. And um, so if we have a pump like this, in a small way, we'll be able to help this community to come get water from the well. Okay. And speaking about the community, uh, how big is that community that you're serving there? And how many of the kids in your school come from there or are kids come from further than Thank you. We don't have buses or a bus. That's why we need a, a bus to bring kids from the community. We have about 5,000 people around the community. And uh, 
the good thing is that uh, they are willing to come to this school because they are the ones who told us our kids need a place to go to school. So if you would build a school for them, we'll bring them. So, and that's when it rains, the kids could not, you know, come to go to the public school about three miles away. So we, we saw as that is a good idea, so we, we did that. The community has about 5,000 people around, and if we have a bus, it can even go farther than that. I think, I think to you it's like a history to hear about water. Where, where we are living at Dana's place, she, she's surrounded by water. And here we are talking about having no water. Sometimes it becomes really difficult for women. Because women, like that area where we moved, where the school is and other houses, that community has lived for ages with no water. They had a borehole, the community borehole, but every time that borehole breaks. So when it breaks, they have to go many miles to look for water. And the water that they get, the women, it's 20 liters, the jerry can, so they go get water every day. They buy five shillings, I don't know how much in every jerry can for ages. Since 1963, when we got independent, the women has been always carrying in that our community where, where we, the community that we live in. So if we, we were, when we had that water, they all came and we gave some water. The, the, the issue is, or the problem is, uh, the, 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 the electricity is really expensive for us to be able to, to pump water 24-7, and the bill sometimes to our Kenyan money, it goes to 70,000 to, to, to 100,000, according, depending to how those people come to get the water. So for a few, for about a year, we have not been giving them water, so they go to very far places to get some water. So. We pray that one day you come over and see what we are talking about. <laughs> it is yeah. strange for us to share this to you. There are ladies who come from down the valley to get some few shillings by walking in, in the school. They walk 20 miles to come, walk 20 miles to come to work. And so they are released at um, 2 to 
go back home so that they will have strength to come tomorrow. But it's hard on them. So it is hard life in Kenya. Always the hard way. But God is faithful. He is faithful. We share to them about Christ and they really are, are willing to follow and to listen to what the Bible has to say. Anyway, we don't want to keep you long. Any other question? Well, for Kenyans, because there is nothing really to feed on, if they come to work, they will ask us to give them money, like we just shared that there are those who work, come to work and get a few shillings. And so even the community around, they will always demand that we pay them. And so we don't have those shillings or dollars to pay them, but uh, maybe in the future we can do that. Okay. But all in all, we are thankful to the Lord because he has protected us. Even though we go, even, even though, though we have hardships, God has always been there for us. And God has also been there for those ladies, even though they do it a hard way. So we, we do tell God that we are not whining. He knows the reason why we are, we are there. So you, when you come back to Kenya, you will come back in the United States, a very different person. Why do I say that? I say that because when you come back to your homeland, God has given you so much. God has blessed you so much. And then you're going to be different. And you're going to appreciate your country. I know you do appreciate, but when you go, you become a very, very different person. But we are thankful, even ourselves, to what God gives us. Because even though we go through whatever we do, he still feeds us. We still eat. We still go all distances and get some food and water and we feed and we eat. So we appreciate what God does to us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and we are thankful for you guys as Canaan Community Church through the pastor that uh, you have been with Abba's house for all that long time. And I hope you still see the need come alongside us to be able to raise these kids not just mentally and physically but also spiritually to nurture them 
be good citizens and good Christians in Kenya and abroad. God bless you all. Thank you.